Welcome, traveler, to Jolly Journey Artist Review. I'm Kidra Buchanan, coming in from Tecoronto, Toronto, bound by a dish with one spoon wampum belt, a shared agreement. And today I share space with an established singer-songwriter and a producer who creates with alt-folk and soul sounds, blending with her authentic, pure, true emotions, performing for over 25 years in the Toronto Independent Music Stage. Welcome, Sarah Siddiqui, to the Met Radio Studio. Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah Siddiqui, and um, it's so great to be here. Thank you so much. And it's also a pleasure to actually meet you um, recently at uh, Folk Music Ontario this year, and um, which is the conference um, that happened uh, just last month in October. So what was that experience like for you? Um, it was wonderful. Great to connect with the community, meet so many artists, um, not just across Ontario, but from different parts of Canada. And um, it's I really enjoyed playing for it. That was exciting. So many things, so many good things to say. Beautiful. Thank you. And yeah, it, it is. It, it was a good experience. I know we were speaking a little bit about that, like that sense of community mm-hmm. um, and, and being there. And I imagine for you showcasing um, for your peers was quite an experience as well. Oh, sure. It was so exciting. And it was great to get in front of some key festival bookers as well. Um, I shared the stage with some great acts and um, it was uh, organized by my management at the Beat Network. So shouts out to you. <laughs> yeah, you got to shout out the management. Yeah, you know, all together for us, right? As yeah. artists. Um, so, if you don't mind, I'd like to get into um, some of your music. And I understand that your songs um, for you are like like paintings, and that's a, that's a big deal for me as an art history major and a creative. And I just wanted to understand how you're you're painting with lyrics and music, which I find deeply relatable. And um, so, Sarah, if you don't mind getting into that, as well as I know you you use a lot of personal experiences, mental health and recovery, loss and grief mm-hmm. in your music. And perhaps we can get started with talking about your recent EP, Show Me. Yeah, Show Me is a, I guess it's a condensed, brief little journey of, you know, um, of emotions and experiences. And it's just not to be calculated or or I don't really know where the songs are going to go but they're very visual to me which is why I relate them as paintings um, and show me in particular um, even though there's four tracks I wanted to make it as interesting as possible in terms of the content the topics um, a lot of uh, reflection on my personal experiences with mental health and how that can bleed into relationships, um, to be honest, um, some sometimes toxic. Grief, um, I've gone through a lot in my life, and, and I always feel like there's always more that I have to say about it. It never just, it's never just that thing where, you know, you go through trauma and then it's over and then you have nothing to say after a certain point, but there's so much more to say, so... Show Me in particular, it does uh, high, highlight a time and, and a place where um, I felt very vulnerable and um, I didn't know this person that I was with, but at the end of the day, just 
asking him to show me who you are and that it's also uh, saying it to myself as well. It's always about that. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you for bringing that, bringing that to light. Because I was going to ask you about that specific song, the title track, Show Me, and um, how you're building also layers with sound. And I noticed you introduced the cello in that recording. So what was that? Um, what inspired you to bring that forward? Yeah, that that song had um, highlighted Don Kerr on cello. Um, I just love the sound of, of cello and strings, um, especially with that song. Many of my songs, I, it provides a very haunting feel, which is where I feel my music in a big way comes from. Um, and it was a natural sort of pairing. Um, as a producer, I can I can hear what what I what I want or what I want to envision. I I think a producer knows what sound they want. And so I took it upon myself to, you know, record with him and I just I just love that sound, especially for that song. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for bringing, welcome. Yeah, thank you for bringing in that um, that understanding. Yes, and I can understand the the concept of the painting because it isn't um, it is a, it isn't a singular thing, mm-hmm. right? There's many dimensions of things that are happening that bring us to a certain point, mm-hmm. and 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 I imagine is what's creating your music because you're talking about personal experiences and um, relationships at the same time while you're going through your own healing mm-hmm. and change and recovery and recovery yes wow that is a lot mm-hmm. to take on in yeah. one moment <laughs> yeah and i i just i just love the art of making songs economical in the sense of saying so much with with a few words i like that saying so much with a few words mm-hmm. yes with not too many lyrics yeah 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 it really dives in when you just have a few select words that can really reach people Okay, so yes, and speaking on those experiences that influences your music, um, I know we're talking again about mental health, we're talking about relationships, and some of those relationships are with our own family. Mm-hmm. And so one of the songs, I'm sure you know what I'm going to ask you about, um, <laughs> that I, I just adore is Emerald Sea. Oh, Emerald Sea. Yes, yeah. I love that single. And are you prepared to talk about Emerald Sea a little bit? Yeah, so Emerald Sea was um, I was actually featured guest uh, vocalist on that, um, an artist on that song and writer um, Canadian Indo Guitar Slide Project. I think I'm messing up the name there, but it's um, it featured, you know stellar musicians across Canada and uh, Michael Osh, who produced it, asked me to, to create a song for that album, so um, I co I well no I, I actually co-wrote that with my mother <laughs> and I'm singing in Urdu language and um, I must say one of my biggest influences is my mother who's a poet laureate international poet laureate her name is Sayeda Nizat Siddiqui and I'm honored to be her daughter <laughs> um, so I mean all all the po- poetry and music and uh, the lyrics they all come from her and Emerald Sea, it just um, it just fell into my lap. You, I guess you could say the lyrics, the the metaphors. Um, I wanted to really pay homage to my South Asian heritage in that song, which I think I did. So 
It was a very dreamy-like um, experience and a dreamy song, and it's it's nice to have something diverse in my discography. So it's a special song. It stands out. It's a world song, <laughs> world yeah. music. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're bringing your, um, perhaps you're pulling in some of that tradition mm-hmm. um, um, from your mom into um, into this. Into mm-hmm. this um, um, so, what was the music production like for that as well? Yeah, it was it was a huge production. Um, it featured Ratam Sakar. He played the Indo slide, the guitar, the Indian slide guitar, which is a lot of people don't know about. Um, and he flew in from India for it. Um, we had Sean Pynchon on it. I think there was an artist named Dan Walsh. Um, it was a huge production, and it all started off with. Um, with the lyrics and the melody and I, I wrote that on top of the guitar slide part and it just you know I just felt like I I wanted to as always you know sing from the heart I loved mixing in the English with the Urdu it just felt so dreamy and it was a huge production a great experience a big time in my life yeah. wonderful I'm happy for you that you're <laughs> able to do all that thank you yeah it's nice to have, I guess, if you're going to do a diary, you have to bring in some family members once yeah. in a while, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And um, I did have a time to um, sample some of your work from No More Waiting Room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what was that like putting that together for you? It was, it was a great experience. You know, <clears throat> the thing is when... I applied for the um, Toronto Arts Council grant and I got it. And when I when I did get it, it was like a light at the end of the, end of the tunnel. That was um, a few years ago. I mean, I received that grant probably around 2016. It took me a while to record it. Um, I was actually going through really deep depression. So when I got that news, it, it just lifted me up and... Chris Heggie, who um, who engineered some of the album, um, was a, is a very good friend of mine and uh, was definitely supportive. We were very good friends, and um, he helped me through that. Um, in the title, "No More Waiting Rooms," that I mean, it says <laughs> it says a lot of things. I, I did spend a lot of times, a lot of time in um, in hospitals. Um, the way and uh, it's it's very much a rebirth um, album of taking control and and just showcasing my best art and singing through the depression. Um, I was able to book some great artists and finish it. And um, it is a brief album, but but I it was during a very you know poignant time in my life where. I didn't think that I could finish it because of how depressed I was. <laughs> but I hung on, and I'm so happy I did. Um, you know, instead of canceling, you know, just went through the emotions and showed up. That's sometimes what you have to do. Just showing up can be the hardest part. And it was through winter time that I recorded that on top of it. Um, but uh, I loved the fact that I, I produced it myself. Um, I wanted to, it is, I wanted to make it as, you know, it was such a vulnerable piece of work and I wanted to be as honest as possible. 
There's a lot of different themes and topics and emotions that run through that album, and I'm very proud of it. Features Tim Povacanti on guitar, Kevin Fox on cello, Chris Dirksen on cello as well. And, you know, just to know that I did it um, and I accomplished it and I finished it and submitted it (laughs) was a great achievement for me. It is. It is. It is a great achievement. It's um, you're welcome. And I'm glad you brought that up about showing up for yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to go through. um, your own mental health um, issues and and going through depression and I'm astounded sometimes on what one can achieve mm-hmm. by diving into your art just that little bit more of bringing you through some of the most difficult moments of your life mm-hmm. and, uh, and I've mean, been there so I understand like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm people are surprised it's like yeah I don't know how I got that degree but I did uh, mm-hmm. between the tears and the falling on the floor and yeah. somehow those papers got handed in Some, I don't know somehow how. there's this inner <laughs> drive and um, you know family I've got a great family I gotta mention Zara Siddiqui she's a critically acclaimed mixed-media artist she's a great supporter and um, she's also my fraternal twin um, so I've got great family behind me and they, um, not everyone has that. And that's what helped me through it all. That's what helps me through it all. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah and now I'm you. on the other side, so <laughs> I'm feeling better. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's, it's quite interesting being on that other side mm-hmm. when you look back. And I think it's good that you're taking a moment, um, to celebrate mm-hmm. that recovery because it is it is exactly that. And mm-hmm. I do use those words as well, even when I'm talking about the work that I do, because I am thinking about emotion. I am thinking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know we talked about this briefly. Like, I'm so glad that you had a chance to listen to some of Folk Recovery and some of the artists did, on yes. there on that project that I did um, to celebrate to celebrate BIPOC folk artists. But I am looking at it also from that mental health perspective, like to... Um, to exclude a whole group of contributors is, is strange. And also to exclude yourself from your mm-hmm. own life <laughs> is a very strange thing. So there needs to be a sense of recovery there, right? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So thank and you. As and a, as a woman of color in this um, alternative folk industry, it's been, it's been a very special journey, but a very interesting one too. So I'm very proud of... of the space that I've been able to, um, you know, really work hard to carve out and, and let people see that I'm an artist too, and I belong here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're no longer going to be guests in our own lives, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And um, I know I'd mentioned this to you before, um, but I'm curious. Um, so for my show, Jolly Journey, um, it, it is... Um, it is a folk acoustic terrain of sound and reflection, and the jali is a traditional West African griot. This person is a knowledge keeper and sharer. And so what advice through your recovery and experiences mm-hmm. um, do you have to share with our traveler in this moment? I say, believe in yourself, you know, um, find your voice and Create your art, whatever that is. Create your path, whatever that is. Explore your passion 
and it will create a space for you. Well said. Thank, Thank you. you. Absolutely. <laughs> right? You're just going to, yeah, create your own space. Shine just, your light. Exactly. Yeah. Beautifully said. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, you're welcome, Keisha. It, it very, it's very important, and it, it was a beautiful reminder um, to me and, and our traveler today. Um, but also, I need another reminder. Is there a way that we can connect with you and see you and your performances, or are there any projects that you're working on right now that we should be looking out <clears throat> for? Well, first of all, you can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Siddiqui Music. That's a great way to follow me in terms of all of my show announcements. Uh, my website as well, sarahsiddiqui.com. I'm on many different music platforms. I am currently working on a new EP. Um, and I'm really excited about that. And it's, an, it's going to be an acoustic EP. I think it's going to be my most vulnerable work and most confident work. Thank you so much. Sarah Thank Siddiqui. you so much for having me. Yes, and for sharing um, sharing about the importance of light and mm -hmm. its catharsis. Mm -hmm. um, that's really good. And also um, the meaning behind your music, like Show Me and Emerald Sea. And we will keep looking out for this new acoustic EP, which I'm sure is going to be yeah. wonderful. It's going to be titled Saturn. And um, before I go away... Just wanted to plug that I do have a current single out that's featuring, features Jesse Cook. The cover song is Superstition, so check that out everywhere. That was that was recorded 20 years ago. We both lost the track. I found it and I released it. So there's a big story behind that. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yes. Yes. So if you do go to Sarah's website, mm -hmm. you will see um, this feature with Jesse Cook. Yeah. Along with other live features, I see you on the stage um, performing was at Saturn as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So please um, dive in, Traveler and learn a little bit more about Sarah Siddiqui and see if that uh, shines a light for you as well. And um, thank you. Thank you for sharing your experiences and everything here today and, and some of your family as well and um, your journey. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I'm Keija Buchanan, and this is A Jolly Journey Artist Review. Ashe. Ashe. <laughs>